Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Best Life Cafe. My name is Kathy Anello. I'm the author of the book, Six Months to Live, Making Each Day Matter, and I'm here today with Carrie Butler, my co-hostess and owner of the Los Angeles-based consulting firm, The Emergency Cafe. Carrie is also my personal ho-opono-pono forgiveness coach, and today <laughs> we have a subject that is dear to both of our hearts. We had a guest cancel today. And as a result, Carrie and I get this rare moment together. And in the name of our show today is called What a Difference a Day Makes. Morning, Carrie. Good morning, my love. So excited that we have some time together, you know. And just for all of our listeners, we've rescheduled that guest, or we're about to, but um, it's just nice to, you know, have a moment where we can connect with our listeners and Keep it real yeah. and stuff. So, I mean, I just want to take a yeah, take a moment to say thank you. Uh, I was looking at our stats last night, and we have people who listen to this show almost every single day of the week. Even though we come live on Wednesdays, we do have a lot of listeners that listen during the week on the podcast, and you can catch the show on <clears throat> Apple on iTunes podcast, uh, Best Life Cafe. So I just want to say thank you for the support. Thank you for listening to the whole show because sometimes if you abandon early, you, you miss good stuff. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about change because, uh, you know, life, uh, what I have found recently is how quickly life can change and that you can be going on with your life in one way on one day and think that everything is perfectly in a groove and a flow and you're just kind of living through your life and then something happens that can completely explode it and you're taken aback and you're kind of side, you know, what do you call it? Blindsided. I, I was blindsided and you have to go through those changes regardless of whether you want them or not. That situation where you're like, I didn't ask for this, but here I am. And then you go back and forth and say, maybe I did ask for this and, so talking about change and those sudden changes that really set you back and how to uh, get through it. And one of the first things that I was told by someone was that I had to start by giving myself self-forgiveness and self-acceptance because I was feeling really bad about myself. And, you know, that was a hard pill of self, self-forgiveness because how do you forgive yourself? And so I'm going to go to my Ho'oponopono forgiveness coach and I want to talk a little bit about what self-forgiveness really is. Hello. Hello, Carrie. Can you tell us? <laughs> yes, you have your action on. We're all getting ready for the wedding, which is so exciting. Um, when, oh, I'm, I'm going to be out of town. I know. And I'm going to be at the Insight Seminar. little shout-out to Insight Seminars in uh, Los Angeles. I'm taking my daughter to her very first personal growth experiential workshop. I'm super excited about it. I'm auditing it, meaning I've already done, I think they have like three or four different insight seminars. I've done all of them. (laughs) And so we're going to do the first one again, which is called the Awakening Heart. So Mm. I'm super excited about it. And, you know, along the lines of the Awakening Heart and self-forgiveness, you know, you know that I, my number one fan, Abraham and Wayne Dyer, and they both teach the same thing. And I, oh my gosh, on, okay, can I just digress for a second? The mm-hmm. Hay House Summit, this has been mm-hmm. going on. 
and there is an interview between Wayne and Abraham. And mm. it's like two hours and 17, I mean, it's long. But here's the thing. Like, first of all, they, Wayne talks to Esther first, which was so powerful for me because I love hearing it, like some of my favorite conversations when we're listening, when I'm listening to recordings of Abraham are when Abraham will refer to Esther and say, oh, yeah, Esther did this and Esther did that because they humanize it so much. And, it, you know, it's like you can totally relate to it. But for anybody that is a Wayne Dyer, um, Abraham slash Esther fan, there's a few days left for you to watch this for free. And I'm telling you, it rocked my world. Like, oh, my God. And I've seen it before, but, you know, when you just, you get to see that over again and like there's always a new delicious little morsel of something that you can take away and it's just like, oh, so good. Um, What's the name of it again? It's 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 just an interview with... Yeah, it's... um, I can't remember the name of it, but I think it's week three and it's uh, one of the movies that they offer. Oh, one of the movies. Well, I actually bought the summit because I, I have not been in a position to have time to... Uh, actually do um, listen to it because I've been working on um, other programs that I've been working on myself with. And so I bought it so that right when I was done with my block to bliss class, I could dive into the summit and start listening to that every day. Um, And on the lines of block to bliss, (laughs) uh, block to bliss, uh, Rebecca Barecki has this group. She also has a Facebook group called bliss. um, The same thing, block to bliss. You can look her up on Facebook uh, one of the things that I learned um, this week was the negative thought frame that we have and how, so they kind of have you go through this exercise where you have to recognize how often you have these negative thought frames. Like uh, it could be, gosh, I'm so fat. I eat too much. I always, you know, whatever it is. And then how to flip that so that you don't let, you know, Abraham says 17 seconds, this uh the Xander way is uh, 10 seconds. Like if you have a thought for 10 seconds, you have to flip it. So I had this one, you know, thought that kept going through my head, going through my head, going through my head. And when I listened to that program, I was like, oh, so how do I switch that thought? I immediately switched it to thank you for the clarity in this situation. Thank you for, you know, moving me past this. Thank you for removing this person from my life. Thank you. So I changed the thoughts of doom and gloom of what was happening to me into thanking the, you know, thankful thoughts. And I mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. know that that's been healing me because I'm just saying, yes. thank you for bringing the situation into my life. Thank you for opening my eyes. Thank you for, instead of letting the doom and gloom and rabbit hole train say, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. You know, I just stopped that thought 10 seconds in, and I put the thank you there. And I started that, I think, Monday morning, and it really helped me. Today's Wednesday. Well, yeah. And, I mean, I, yeah, it really helped me. Well, and that's, you know, part of the self-forgiveness, right? You know, it's like talking about mm-hmm. Ho'oponopono. So just for everybody to, to know, Ho'oponopono is the Hawaiian prayer forgiveness. Um, everybody knows that my happy place is Hawaii. And mm-hmm. the prayer itself um, is, I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, thank you. Like, it is four lines, yeah. that's it, there's no big deal. But here's, here's what, um, when I'm working with somebody on self-forgiveness, the one piece that's really, really important, and I feel 
you know, to really bring it home is that you say your name at the end of the of each of each um, little phrase. So, in other words, I'm sorry, Carrie. Please forgive me, Carrie. I love you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. You know, because it really, it literally, like, I have this vision of, like, taking my hands, you know, it's like pointing the finger, you know, you point it at somebody, and then, like, literally, like, I cut my hands to kind of make, like, a little heart. You know how they do that? Like, you take your your hands and you make a heart. Um, like, I cut my hands and bring them toward me because the most important thing is is to just say, I'm sorry, like, because you hurt yourself, you know what I mean? It's like, would you treat your daughter the way that you treat yourself? No. Like, you wouldn't. You wouldn't treat your friends the way you treat yourself. I find it amazing how we treat ourselves in a way that we would never, ever, ever treat somebody else. And why do we do that, you know? So yeah. starting with just self-forgiveness, I'm so sorry that I treated myself that way. And just honor honor that we are worthy you know beacons of light and the most important thing I think is to realize that and to start forgiving yourself and then giving yourself love for the way that you've treated yourself or the way that you've thought about it so what you were just saying about you know thank you for the opportunity or thank you for the the situation (laughs) yeah Joy's like, yes, Hello, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I know that's confirmation, right? Right. Stop, guys. So, um, you know, it's just about acknowledging and becoming really conscious with what you're doing. So it's like stopping yourself in your tracks, you know, like you were saying, like, as soon as you had that thought, like, that means you have to be really conscious of what you're yeah. thinking. And the Absolutely. great thing is, is, you know, like, because we're not conscious half the time when we're thinking. And I think that that's the key, right? So Rebecca brought that awareness to you. It's like, think, like, be conscious of what you are thinking, and then you can catch it. You know, then you can catch it. That's the whole deliberate creation with, with Abraham. It's like being very deliberate in your thoughts. When I teach emergency preparedness, it's like, you know, if you find yourself in a situation, you get really conscious really fast about what's happening oh, so that yeah. you can have your wits yeah. about you, right? You know, yeah. and not go into panic mode. So I just think you know, that, and that, that is, becoming is really interesting conscious. is that, you know, we have seen this year what a difference a day makes because people get up, you know, they go to bed and they wake up and there's mud in their front door. Or, you know, they go to bed and their house is on fire, the, the, the town is on fire. Like it happened so much this year that I think right. everyone has to accept the fact that, you know, and I, you know, my platform, if that's what you want to call it, is living in the day that you're in. And even though I have sometimes a very difficult time listening to my own lectures, I'm not going to lie, like I was like, I felt like a fraud this week because I couldn't grasp that this is only a day theory that I preach. Um, but the mm-hmm. truth is, it's, you know, what a difference a day makes, and it's only a day. And we don't know what tomorrow is actually going to bring, but I, I personally have spent so much time letting one situation absorb my days and my thoughts and my everything that I had to take the negative train out. I had to say that's enough and just concentrate on what I had to do today. And so I actually yesterday, like, had four tasks 
that I had to do, and I did three of them. And I was, like, so proud of myself that I was able to put my emotional stuff aside and just concentrate on work and, and, and little, you know, tasks that need to be done, phone calls that need to be made that I've been putting off. But it was just a day. I had to get through that one day, and then today is just a day, you know. And gratitude for that day. I have to go to gratitude. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even more, like, if you want to really break it down, like, it's just a day. How about, like, it's just a moment, right? And in yeah, this an moment, yeah, in this right. moment, I am okay. Like, you know, and we all know that, like, like we always want to get from point A to point B, right? And we just want to be at point B, like if you break up with somebody or if you, you know, got fired or, you know, something that doesn't happen and you want to get over it, right? You know in your experience because you've gotten over things in the past, you just want to get there. Yeah. But part of, the, yeah. part of the contrast, right, is part of the journey. And then part of the – and getting to point B is, is the work and is the journey. And that's what it's all about. It's like how do you – you know, how do you go through, how do you get from point A to point B, raise your head up, be better than you were before, and how, you know, just the growth that you've experienced from the situation. You know, Abraham always says, like, we come into this world knowing that we're going to experience conflict. And, you know, rather than looking at conflict as bad, and listen, I'm raising my hand because I, you know, we're having this conversation for both of us. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, we're, we're having it for both of us. Everybody else out there, we hope you get something out of it. Um, but it's, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> Thanks for coming in today. Uh, um, it's, the, it's the growth from the conflict that is what, makes us, you know, more whole, I guess, or, yeah, like, that's, that's what it is, and it freaking sucks sometimes, man, you know, and it's, and it's also how you look at it, right, it's like, so rather than looking, you know, it, it's an opportunity, it's an opportunity to grow, and sometimes you want to just go, you know what, I'm going to take this opportunity to grow and throw it in the ocean, like, I'm good right now, I didn't need to grow, you know, but um, it's just it's just looking at the situation, and if there's any way in the world that you can just say, okay, like thank you for this opportunity, like looking at it as an opportunity. And then the other thing is, you know, you can't get there from from where you're at. So in other words, like if you're like angry at somebody, you can't be you like in a dime. You can't turn around and be blissful. So just take it one <laughs> no. step at a time. <laughs> Right? You know, it's like, but yeah. anger and rage is better than, like, wanting to take, you know, ice picks and murder somebody's eyes out. Right? I'm pretty sure so that's like, how you broke it down to me yesterday. And I was like, okay, well, anger. Then I can sit in anger and not feel, like, too bad. And then anger turns to frustration. And then frustration turns to, you know, like, you can step up the ladder. Uh, one yes. of the interesting things that has happened for me is that I have not been able to meditate. And you know that I'm a meditator. Like, I've been meditating for two years. Mm. But I have not been able to quiet, even with guided meditation, I have not been able to quiet the thought train in my mind for the situation I'm in for seven days. That has been really difficult for me to to swallow because 
I have been unable to just get into that silent space, and I know that that is the space that's going to save my life. You know, mm-hmm. it's been it's yeah. been interesting that I have yeah that I've been able to quiet that. But that's you know kind of what happens when we're in conflict. Like you can't like when you're in conflict, it's just about being in it until you're out of it. And there is always you know I keep saying there's a there's an end to this. There's an end to this. It's getting through to the end. You know, right. And and but I know, trusting but I know yourself is a process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just knowing, you know, knowing that there's an end to it, it's almost like it gives resonance to or resonance to you as a person going, okay, we got this. You know, however it's going to look, we know yeah. that someday it's going to be over yeah. or it's going to be different. And, yeah. you know, I just, I think it really speaks to the resilience of us as a, as a people and as a, as a person, you know, as a spirit. Yeah. And just, it's hard though, you know, I'm not going to say that it isn't because there's times, I was on a call yesterday with um, a, somebody and we were talking about worry and how people worry about certain things. And what I what I got from that conversation was that there was always an underlying reason of the worry. Like the worry was the umbrella, but like somebody was talking about their kids. It's like, you know, always worry about my kids because of whatever. And it's like, well, so is it worry or is it concern? You know, it's like you're concerned about your kids. And I feel like there's a difference there. And so in looking at our day-to-day thing with a situation, it's like, how you look at the situation, you know, is it like you have, it's, but, but we as, as people, as individuals that are going through it, we're the ones that have to bring ourselves back. Like we have to do that. We have to do that or we're going to go off the deep end, you know? So it's, we're responsible for our behavior about getting from point A to point B, but also just evaluating truly what it is that, that we're experiencing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So happy Mother's Day. I just wanted to let you know that I, to all the mothers out there, you're all so very lovely, deserving of that. And um, I just was thinking about the mothers. Like I I lost my mother and she was such a strong woman um, that it's, it's nice to be able to bank on the people in your life that can give you strength during these times, you know, even if they're gone or, it's uh, like you. I have you. I'm so grateful for you. Oh, I'm grateful My for besties. You. <laughs> it's just it's a it's a um, you know we it's it's funny. It's, I mean, I woke up on Mother's Day and didn't have a plan. Like my kids were here, um, my son's boy uh, girlfriend was here, and I was like, so what do you want to do? You know, like we didn't have any plans or anything like that. And it it didn't matter like where we went. Like I'm not a huge like brunch person. Like, okay, like let's go out and, you know, eat brunch. Um, But we ended up like, it was just like, all right, let's give this a try. And we went to a restaurant that we had never been before. And it was just a really lovely experience. And that was a day, right? That was a day. And then we have yeah. a different day. It's like every day, like, you know, what what do we do? But we are the ones that are, are ultimately responsible for getting ourselves through the day, each and every day. And so that's why I'm always, you know, 
like the whole point of point of prayer is so powerful in regards to self-forgiveness and, you know, not only self-forgiveness, but forgiving others. And I'm not saying that if it, like if somebody does you wrong or, or if, if that's the interpretation of it, you know, eventually you can, can hopefully get to that place where instead of, you, you know, saying your name, like you say, I'm sorry, Paul, you know, please mm-hmm. forgive me, Paul. I love you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. It's because you're, you're in this place on this planet, like we're all doing a dance, you know, and sometimes I think, you know, it's interesting. I think that, um, I was reading an Instagram thing the other day that it just kind of struck me. It's like, you know, if people don't work for you in your life, get them out. Like, just like, <laughs> thank you. I re- you know what I mean? It's like release them. Like, release them from your life. for Not for them, but for you. And it was just like, you know, when you read stuff on Instagram and, and it's just kind of like, yeah, like, that's right. Like, why do I have to keep this person in my life if I don't, if they don't work for me? It was just, I don't know. I well, feel like you know, it's, that's, an interesting, that's an interesting topic because <laughs> I won't go into it, but, I mean, I think that if I was to answer, someone would say, why did you keep a person in your life, you know? And I would say that it was, it, when I look at what my why would be, it was for many different reasons, but, but like security or, you know, thinking I had security or, you know, wanting to show the world one person when actually there's another person there or, you know, so many different reasons, but that now that I look at it, I say, Oh my God, like the only reason, the only logical explanation would have been to, to, to let this person go for my life, you know, and I couldn't do it. I mean, I just physically and emotionally didn't have the strength to stand up for what was truth. And my life coach told me the other day, she said, when you don't tell the truth to yourself, the truth comes out sideways. And this is your sideways. And I had to sit with that because we've had many conversations about my truth. You know, like I've done a desire list on how I want my life to be and all the different things that I've put out there that I wasn't living. And then it's like, how do you own that to your listeners? And how do you own that to the people who look to you for inspiration? And the bottom line is that, you know, we make choices that aren't always the healthiest for us, but we have our reasons until we look back and realize that those were just fake ass reasons. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just not right. Valid. And then you have to forgive yourself for, <laughs> you know, for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Listen, I mean, if we if we really honor our authentic self, yeah, like imagine the life that we could all live. And I think we, I mean, in our circle of friends, you know, we we do our best to tell the truth. And yet, you know, you shared with me that you had a secret that I I'm your best friend, and like I didn't know that. Do you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. we really have to honor. Are, are true. Yeah, well, and, and Nancy you know, and, right. and it's because it's because you know you. It's not that you want people to perceive you in a different light. I've always been a strong believer that disclosure is a choice, but um, it's also that it depends on the secrets you're keeping. You know, if there's secrets that give you shame, then 
you're going to keep it hidden because otherwise you have to face the shame. But I will tell you one thing right now, like telling you my secret and, you know, my life coach already knew my secrets. Like I feel so effing free now, like there's 20 pounds off of my body. You know? I'm so, so blessed to have been there for that for you. Yeah, I mean, and it's like uh, there's a song that's called I'm going to give all my secrets away. You know, it's like you there's freedom in the fact that you can live authentically even if people have people judge you or, you know, people certainly have judged me in this. And even if that's the truth, like it's still okay because I'm being clean and clear and authentic on this, you know, one change that um, only a few people knew, you know, but at least a few people knew. So it's not like I'm rolling the Yeah, no, 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 I get it. But, you know, you know, so, like it, what other yeah. people think about you is none of your business. You know what I mean? Like I just heard you, that from somebody else yesterday. Yeah, it doesn't matter what people think of you. Yeah, it's like it's what you think of you. And that's the most important thing. And um, I just and I that's just, where the self-acceptance comes back in, because I self-acceptance is a, a really hard place to get, but that is what equals authentic living. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like when you accept who you are, what you've done, how you've acted, what, you know, facing the unknown, all those things, and you just accept this is where I'm at today, then I can start working into self-love and self-acceptance, you know, and, so, and self-forgiveness because I have to accept me today that I am. In every moment, Mm-hmm. In every, every moment, moment, you know, and yeah. you know what a difference a day makes. What a difference a moment makes. A minute, a, a a half an hour, you know, an hour. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I've I've been in a car accident driving down the road, and the next thing you know, four seconds later, you have an accident, right? Like that's those yeah one second things that you're like, uh, that wasn't in the game plan today, <laughs> you know? right? That wasn't in the game. That wasn't in the game plan today. So it, it, life can change on a dime. And, and for all of our listeners, I know this is kind of hodgepodge. Carrie and I just having a conversation. That's how the Best Life Cafe even started because we would have these philosophical life-changing conversations and we wanted to share information that we were sharing with each other with, with our listeners. And, you know, here we are. Stay tuned. I don't know what the future holds, but stay tuned. <laughs> and the takeaway is, the takeaway is because things can change. I mean, and you guys, listen, we're not, you know, we know that there are other things that can change and, and your life be great, right? But in this particular yeah. conversation, we're just, we, there was, there's been some conflict, so we wanted to address that. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's just how, how we, how we do it, how we do it. And anyway, it's, uh. I think we just need to, what's the takeaway? The takeaway is you live every day as if, you know, it's your last, or at least we do our best to just do the best we can because we never know, right? Like we change on a dime. So the takeaway is it's like, you know what? When you can put your head on the pillow at the end of the night, we can slide into bed and feel those sheets and just go, oh, this feels so good. It was a good day. And, and that, you know, again, always being thankful for that day. I think gratitude still lives at the heart of everything and everything that I study and everything that I read, that even in the in, in great adversity. And, um, you know, I remember when my daughter was in the hospital 
and we didn't know what she had. And it was extremely difficult to find gratitude. But I would start a gratitude list uh, every night, her and I. She was nine at the time. We would be grateful for being able to watch television. We would be grateful for the city lights that were twinkling out the window. We would find the silliest things to be grateful for, but it got us through 31 really difficult days. And that's where I have been just going to thank you. You know, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I know there's a light, I know it's coming, and I just have to hang in there. So on that note, I'm going to read a Wayne Dyer Wednesday quote that just popped out at me. And it says, okay. you are what you cho- it says, you are what you choose to be today, not what you've chosen to be before. Dr. Wayne Dyer. That's a good one, babe. I like that. And on Mother's Day, I had a monarch butterfly flying through my garden all day long. And I kept saying, oh, you That's awesome. You know? I'm like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I need you here. I need you here. That's so good. Okay, well, here's the crazy thing. So I, um, again, pulled from the um, spirit animal deck, the tarot, Mm -hmm. and I swear to you, okay, I was shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. (laughs) I pulled the exact same card that I pulled last week, which is the magician. And I freaking love this card. So the magician is number one, and it has a unicorn on it. And the unicorn has an infinity uh, sign above its head, and there's butterflies flying around, speaking of monarch butterfly. It's there, and it, the underneath of the card says, there is magic in the air. You can manifest everything you need to be successful. And, you know, I look at success as not just like a financial situation, business or whatever. Oh, my God. Okay, and you guys, I swear to God, I literally was – going to read more of the book, I opened up the book to the magician. Oh, I love that. I know. Okay, let's see. The unicorn offers you help to manifest your dreams. You may feel as though you're not ready to create the magical life that you've set forth, but you are. The unicorn believes in you and harbors no doubt that you'll uh, that you've tapped into God's infinite wisdom and you're more prepared than you realize. By blending the passion of your heart's desire with a pure and wise intention to make a difference, you can do anything. Know that you're excellent and to surround yourself with only those who are trustworthy. Oh, that's a good one. Unicorns yeah. are one of the most magical of all creatures. Whether you consider them to be real or mythical, their energy has been present and held by sacred people since the beginning of time. They're pure of heart and able to manifest opportunity, enlightenment, and prosperity because of their childlike faith. As you take on this perspective of a unicorn, allow the horn to represent your single-minded focus. You can also think of it as your magic wand. Let out your inner unicorn by trusting in your ability to summon infinite resources as as needed to accomplish your goals. Oh, my God. I'm just so into this card right now. I can't even tell you. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. So good. I knew yeah, it. I love it. All right. Well, I'm pulling. I'm pulling from the Angel Answers desk. So I just want deck. Uh, Doreen Virtue, Rodley Valentine. If everyone would just want to close their eyes for a second, unless you're driving, and if you're driving, just just think about something that you need an answer to. And here's where we're going with that. Take action. 
Mm. Okay. On a white horse. Yeah. And take action says your time has come to take action. Your angels are waiting for you to take the next step so they can assist you along the path to your dreams. Do away with procrastination and uncertainty. In your heart, you know what to do. Get going. Whether you're focused upon career, relationships, or some other topic, the fulfillment of your wishes isn't going to just fall into your lap. You must be actively focused on the pursuit of what you want. Huh. Okay. Well, Love that. Book, book number two on its way. <laughs> okay. There you go. I've been writing every day. I want our listeners to know that I am in the process of writing another book or two. And I've been writing every day because my life coach, Rebecca Barecki, said that's what I needed to do to heal, and it has been magical. So stay tuned. <laughs> Yay. I know. We're yeah, so blessed to, like, to have such writing. amazing people. We're so I blessed know. to have I mean, such really amazing are. people on the show that really help us and help our listeners. You know, it's like that's yeah. – you guys, that's what Best Life Cafe is all about. Like, we bring people Absolutely. to you that can, you know, that we enhance use. your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, we, we actually we need their services. We, we both have readings from Garrett Jackson since he's been on the show. I, Carrie Styers and I met again this week. Like, we really do have the best of the best. So I want to wish you guys all a great day. Uh, send me your prayers. Send me your love. I certainly could use um, extra prayers right now in my life. And just grateful for you all. And everybody just remember, take it one step at a time. Forgive yourself, love yourself, and sending you tons of aloha. And sending aloha to the Big Island and yeah. all of the volcanic action that's going on right now. So we're just sending so lots scary. of love and prayers out that way as well. All right, everybody. Have a all beautiful, right. blessed day. We'll see you next week. All right. Love. Bye. Love. Aloha. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.